Hi everyone, thanks for coming and hanging out again. I'm here with Leah and we're going to talk about her experience and a bit about identity politics and just stuff like that because I find it super interesting. Um, so your mom is Indian mm-hmm. and your dad is Canadian or what? Um, he's Dutch. But he's Dutch? Okay. He's born in Canada so he's technically Canadian. <laughs> okay, cool. And so what has your experience been, you know, being mixed race and how have you seen, you hear a lot now about you know, people of color, women of color in particular, not having great experiences in society. What's, what's your experience been so far? Um, so I, I think I have it a little bit better than definitely some people for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, just because I am sort of mixed and closer to being white, mm-hmm. uh, which is sad that it, it is this way, but the mm-hmm. closer you are to being white, then all of a sudden you're often treated better, given better jobs and and not shown racism. So mm-hmm. um, I'm fortunate just because of um, you kind my of pass shape. as like a tan white yeah so type um, thing. Often I, I am perceived as several different races. So mm-hmm. people are like, oh, are you Spanish, Cuban, Dominican, Haitian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just everything yeah. in between black and white. I could be. Yeah. Um, so uh, that makes it yeah, interesting for sure. But. <clears throat> um, Sorry, I lost no my chain so, of thought. <laughs> like, have you have you experienced um, much racism or or sexism in in your life so far? Um, so not to um, um, the extent of, of some people, I'm sure, mm-hmm. but I, I definitely have, and um, and like I was saying, like it, it the further you are from being white, the worse it is. I feel like mm-hmm. so. I my mom got it a lot worse than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, she was from Stainer, which is a very small farming community. And um, at the time when she was living there, she was the only brown person mm-hmm. in the entire community. Yeah. Um, so immediately uh, you're seeing this, a very different type of person because everybody's white. And you sort of just grow up only knowing white people and someone else mm-hmm. comes in and you just think of that they must be different than you in and, and yeah. more ways than just skin color. And, and so growing up, she always told me that, like, she wasn't really talked to a lot and she didn't really have any friends. And, mm-hmm. and she told me that she would take it upon herself to be friends with the minorities because those are the people that didn't have friends. Yeah. Um, so she would try and be friends with the other people that had immigrated from other countries. Um, mm-hmm. And they would sort of have a little community of friends of, of the people that aren't white, which is yeah. sort of kind of scary that... Yeah. That uh, that is actually happening, and and she just told me this yesterday, actually, and mm-hmm. I was quite surprised. Um, so I, it has gotten better through society, and mm-hmm. and also um, my shade, I think, has helped. But I I haven't had as much of racism as she did. Um, I know that she was often called names and, and treated quite badly because of mm-hmm. her skin color, and um, I don't get it as much. But um, since I am half Indian. Um, just people always are making uh, racist jokes and I don't feel like they're even specifically trying to be racist towards mm-hmm. that race. It's just almost like people just joke about um, these things and they don't realize that these jokes that are targeting certain groups really do hurt these individuals. Like mm-hmm. when you use the N-word, if there is someone that is of per se African-American race there, that could be very hurtful to them and we don't think about that we just think oh it's 
commonly said in rap songs, so we can all say it too. It's, yeah. And people don't it, quite realize that. It's interesting you bring that up. I actually did an episode with a, a black friend of mine, and we talked about whether white people should be allowed to say the N-word or not. Mm-hmm. So it is quite interesting. And like I, I think the balance now is trying to find out like what is okay as a joke and, and like what's okay to say if there isn't like visceral intent behind it, right? Yeah. Um, and I think for me, like I think the balance has been lost right now because it's being conflated. Like if you say anything that could be interpreted as racist, you're as bad as the actual racists, which like I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. Um, but I don't have, I haven't experienced any of that. So it's, I can't actually, you know, I agree know for with sure. you, though. Um, I, I definitely think there's a degree to the people that are using racist, sorry, ra- racist terms to hurt other people and the people that are, are doing it just because everybody else does it and mm-hmm. they, they don't really realize mm-hmm. that, that what they're saying really can affect people. And, and I found it as well just because um, people make a lot of like Indian jokes and they're always like trying to pretend that they have like an Indian accent and mm-hmm. like all of my peers and people that I, I go to school with like if they're on the phone with someone that's Indian all of a sudden they're trying to pretend they have that accent as well and mm. and they don't often realize that it, it would hurt me because they don't realize that I am Indian but because I'm look per se white but yeah um, I, I find it quite hurtful when people talk that way yeah. and and make fun of um, of people like from my country mm. um, <clears throat> just because they're different than them and yeah. we it's it's we sort of target any group that isn't us because we because it doesn't affect us yeah um, just it's sad just, world we live in again yeah. yeah that's that's sad and true one thing I find that I want to talk to you about especially given your work is you know there's a lot of political capital used up right now by identity politics in in my opinion um, you know the LGBTQ community, minority communities, all we hear is about male privilege, white privilege, and how these, you know, minority groups have it so bad. Um, But I think, you know, I'm sure maybe they have it worse than me. Maybe they have experienced these things. But, you know, there are a lot of uh, homeless people who have it much worse, regardless of their gender or their Mm -hmm. or their race. And correct me if I'm wrong, there are a lot of white men who are homeless. Um, And it's like, to say that, you know, a white man on the street has it better than like a university graduate just because of her skin color or her identity, like that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate because there's no like homeless political action committee where they're fighting for those rights. They don't have the representation that these groups have to control a lot of what's, mm-hmm. you know, been happening lately in politics. So I'd love to hear your, your perspective on, on that. Um, <clears throat> this is a very hard question. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I definitely agree with you. Like we, we can't sort of f- forget about, um, these individuals and, um, cause people on the street, it's, it's not, they're not only the minorities. Um, I'm definitely seeing minorities, but mm-hmm. I would say predominantly we're seeing white people. Um, and, and I agree with you, like we, we can't just 
say that they have it better off just because they are white and mm-hmm. and um, it would be really nice if we had sort of uh, people advocating um, uh, for the rights of the, of the homeless in, in that respect but um, I don't know I think we it would we'd have to come a long way for society to mm-hmm. to care enough for these people to, to get to that point. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely an interesting perspective that you bring up. I haven't actually yeah. thought about it in that way before. For me, it comes down to like still, you know, people being kind of self-centered, right? So you have the the black community who says, yes, we have it worse than whites. Let's only fight for ourselves." And perhaps the LGBTQ community does that too. And like, I think it's important to realize that people are individuals and like these individuals are struggling and you might be struggling as well. But when they start to get into these like group mindsets, it's yes, it is easy to say that on average black people have it harder than white people. But there's still lots of white people who we can see mm-hmm. need help too and could need more help, right? And it's it's I, I I'm trying to like work through that in my mind, but it um it just like I'm not happy with the the way political capital, especially on the left, who like they would be the ones advocating for programs and and to like provide more funding for affordable housing and stuff like you only have so much money and so much political capital and they seem to be focusing a lot on these identity groups um which definitely do need help but there are other people who need help too potentially more Mm -hmm. yeah i i i yeah i i'm in the same uh mindset as you it's just I'm, yeah, the reason I like, you know, obviously you do work with the homeless, um, with people experiencing homelessness, but also you are a woman of color, you're, you're mixed race as well. So, you know, when I, when I say this, I'm just like, you know, the privileged white guy complaining, right? So I'm really trying to just see, like use other people's experiences to see if they agree, right? Because you have a different perspective. Um, and yeah, I don't know where I'm going mm-hmm. with this, but you get kind of why. Definitely, yeah. What I get what you mean. Like, I think that today we're really focusing a lot on minorities, and which is a really good thing because until now they've been treated horribly and mm-hmm. it's getting a little bit better for them. But also we can't forget about the people on the street because um, if we're if we're just focusing in on helping per se african-american individuals in our community and and giving so much to helping these people we're forgetting that like you said there are there are like white people and and this whole group of homeless people that aren't getting that help and we need to i think we need to be focusing more on these people because they're in the worst situation of yeah. them all um, because these these people that are minorities they probably still have a place to live yeah and they they're still able to get a job and to get food it's harder for them and they could be making less money than a white person but we still have this whole community of people that aren't able to get work because they're on the street like they don't have a a mailing address so they can't get a job and they can't get an affordable place to live and they're in the lowest of the low like Mm -hmm. sleeping in in gutters and and begging just for a little bit of money to get a, a meal to feed themselves and they're almost in the worst situation yeah. than anybody despite their race and their gender and whether they're bisexual or gay or none of mm. those things really come to play when when they're in that situation so I just feel as though we should be targeting um, who needs help from 
just observing like who in society needs the most help the homeless mm -hmm. so why aren't we sort of pushing all of our resources to that aspect of society until we can build them up mm -hmm. and then move on from there about who who needs the most help from then on on forward and and I, I definitely think we need to be helping minorities but I don't think that we need to be helping them before we help that person on the street that doesn't yeah. even have somewhere to, to live or or food to eat mm -hmm. and they're they're dying out there and yeah and, starving to death and yeah and ideally you know we can help everyone with everything they need at once right like that's the ideal world we don't live in mm -hmm. right so it is important to unfortunately you do have to kind of prioritize right like that's what you know governments and societies have to do um yeah so i, I do appreciate you uh like sharing your perspective on this because uh, you know, I don't like I I can only ever really view this stuff as a like third part third party perspective. Yeah. Um, but you know, when you consider you mentioned like your your mom had it a lot tougher than you. Mm -hmm. um, can you like imagine if you were in her situation, still like having the compassion for the homeless people, right? Because it is like let's say a privilege to be able to be a photographer and focus on that right mm -hmm. if you if any of us are struggling to feed ourselves we have a hard time thinking about others right Definitely. um so like i'm trying to figure out like if if our situations were worth you know can we imagine not prioritizing the homeless and focusing on like well i'm treated badly because i'm indian right if that makes sense not exactly on this. Okay. I'm, I'm not yeah. sure I completely understand what you're... I'm basically, you know, we're, we're both privileged relative to homeless people, right? Yeah. Um, and then there's this debate now of like what levels of... Like, so the prevailing narrative is I'm more privileged than you because I'm a male and I'm, you know, all white, right? Um, and so it's like, really, the ne the conversation is like literally trying to like make a hierarchy of like you know straight white male cis straight white male is the most privileged down to the least privileged right mm -hmm. and so um you know i'm trying to imagine if 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 you were you know as underprivileged as your mom you know do you see why some people focus solely on their experience and and not you know as much the broad society like what is who is actually struggling the most mm -hmm. um i i definitely think that uh, when you're experiencing racism um it definitely force you to sort of focus in more on on the racism that you're experiencing and, and people of your kind would be experiencing but uh it's just important for us as as people to to remember that like what's happening to us may not be as, as bad as it gets it, it, like what's happening to other people can be a lot worse than anything that is happening to us or the worst things that have happened to us could be the most minuscule things that have happened to other people and and, and it doesn't mean they're not bad yeah. necessarily right everyone does experience bad things but it's just like sort of getting to that point where we're just thinking about everybody else um sort of before ourselves like realizing we may be treated badly um and may need help but there there are people out there that are treated worse and need mm. more help um mm. and we should be helping those people first and then and then going up from there um in order to 
hopefully one day have an equal society where where people have have homes and we're not having people on the street um, having to bag and that we're not having racism and that one day instead of it being the white straight male is at the top that we're just sort of on an equal playing field but I, I think it, we have a long way to go mm. um, until that day for sure yeah well we kind of jumped all over the place <laughs> a bit um, but I do appreciate you coming on and talking to me about this so thank you yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to everyone for tuning in I hope that was you know worth listening to I hope you enjoyed that I enjoyed having the conversation so comment below be sure to subscribe on YouTube and be sure to come hang out with us next time